and of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Yo. Hello? Can you hear me? Check, check, one, two. I think. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, I just can't hear myself. Yeah, no, my mic, I have it turned all the way up, too, and I can barely hear myself. That so is... I think it's just the mic. Not the, the headphones, not the mics. Hold on, let me unplug, plug back in. Put it in rice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, What's up, everybody? What's up? We're back. Tough Scenes. You're listening to Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1, and we are back. First show of the semester. Finally. To be what is this? The 24th semester? Oh, I thought you were saying the day is. No, no, no. Uh, this is winter of 2021, 2021, fall. No, did we? St- I don't this think. This is the fourth. I don't think. Did I don't think we started in the winter because. Our first show was the, the Buccaneers I thought we started in the spring because. Yeah, well, that would be the spring then, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, so we did spring, fall, spring. Now this is fall again. Okay. So this fourth is semester. Fourth semester. Um, we're going to switch it up slightly. We came up with a good idea. Uh, so, obviously, tonight there's no Monday night football. Or there might be. It might be a preseason game. But when the football season starts and there is Monday night football on a regular basis, me and Riley will be doing our own sort of sports cast for it, like a Manning cast. Uh, it's going to be no video, but you can just watch the game and turn the sound off on the TV and then turn us on and listen to us talk about the game. Yeah. It's so gonna be that's going to be cool. And... Also, in that segment, it's not going to be like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. We're going to be kind of – it's going to be like a baseball announcer doing a football game. We're going to tell <laughs> stories. going to just make it a – Make it a entertaining, but, you know – What do they say about Vin Scully? Poetic something. I don't know. It's not po- – he, he, everything is poetic. What a, yeah, yeah it's, Some, we're, it, we're not going to be great, but we're going we're to try poetic. We're going to try and be uh, funny. We'll be, it'll be good. But today, since there's no Monday Night Football, we're just kind of just hanging out yeah. for the first segment, first 15 minutes. and uh, Talk about our summer. Talk about our summer. Today, uh, me and Riley went to Chick-fil-A before the show, and uh, the guy led me the wrong way with the card. But then we we met our best friends, our new best friends. Yeah, I'm, I met uh, a British guy. He texted well, I, I forget. I You met, like... There was two guys. Yeah. Uh, Riley talked to the British guy more, and I talked to my friend Esteban from L.A. And they are actually – so what's the guy's name that you're talking to? Alex. Alex. So Alex is from – where uh, did he say? England. England. Bristol, He's Bristol, from England. Bristol, Bristol England. But where did he say he was from in America? He said he was – drove here from somewhere. Uh, I think he went to play uh, – Football. I don't know which football, but he played football in Florida. He could, probably is referring to soccer. Footy? Footy. Uh, I'm so not football. sure. But they are starting a church here in Auburn, and they uh, talked to me and Riley about it, and they said they're trying to make friends in Auburn. And so we're now their friends. Um, Esteban is 28, and he studied psychology from L.A., and now he's here. Yeah, they they're both really cool dudes. I'm I'm honestly glad that they came up and talked to us. Alex is from England and I'm Pretty avid cool. I'm an avid uh English Premier League watcher and I, I I'm an Arsenal fan. 
And I was like, hey, so what team do you support? And he's like, oh, I'm an Arsenal supporter. I was like, oh, really? And he's a little bit older, so he got to see, like, the prime Arsenal, like, the end of the prime. Like, because Arsenal is, like, one of the best teams historically in England. And yeah, he that's got to like, see that's the like end of it. me and the Just. Browns. Like, 2001, I was born. Like, right before then, we were, like, pretty solid in the 90s and 80s. And then yeah. I just never got to see them be good. So yeah. it's like you and Alex and Arsenal. Yeah, well, see, but the Arsenal never got to the Browns point. But, like, yeah, they, they were bad. Solid. But now they're top of the league. It's only been three games, but they're top of the league right now. And I'm pretty excited. I'm very excited, should I say. But, uh, yeah, so me and Egan went back home for the summer. We were going to stay here, but then we both just were like, ah, oh, we're actually going to go home this summer. Yeah, because um, it's a lot uh, cheaper. cheaper at home. Yeah, uh, I mean – if you didn't know, when you have someone else buying your groceries, a.k.a. mom and dad, it's cheaper than when you go buy them. Yeah, and when your mom and dad also have a Sam's Club card, and Sam's Club happens to have the cheapest gas during a, you know, the most expensive time for since gas. I've been driving for gas, uh, it is pretty convenient. And That is true. I got to work for my parents, which, I mean, it would have been nice to, you know, get maybe get some other work experience, but... yeah. It also was pretty nice to, you know, just be able to work for my parents and make a few few extra dollars on the side, which I now don't have any of. I spent it all. Yeah, it's expensive. I went to the store and, like, a box of cheese, it was, like, $7. Yeah, I went to the grocery store today. I was I got, like, I'm just, well, it looks like I'm not eating no Cheez-Its. Yeah, I bought Cheez-Its. I, I wanted to. I went to the deli. I'm like, you know what? My dad was telling me what, what I should get instead of, you know, so I don't eat out all the time. Yeah. It's like deli, and I'm like, great idea. So I had two deli sandwiches today. Uh, I do like big the nice Cajun turkey guy. Cajun turkey. I like the uh, chicken, sliced chicken. Breast. I don't. I can't. I can't eat deli chicken. I don't know. It just bothers me. I like it, but, but uh, Cajun turkey is really the only deli that yeah. I like. But Jersey Mike's, uh, it's not deli, but like I can eat those subs. Also those at Chick Fil A today, uh, I couldn't pay for like five minutes. And I was just, like, swiping my card and tapping it and doing all the cool stuff. And then a Chick-fil-A worker noticed that I was struggling, and he came over to help. And he was like, do it this way. No, don't do it. He's like, no, stop. <laughs> like, the first couple times I was trying to do it, he's like, no, 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 no. And then. But he like, wouldn't explain. He wasn't, like, explaining with his words yeah, he how he should like, do it. He was just, like, kind of showing you. But, like, the car cards. Cards are a words thing, I feel like. I, I feel like yeah, someone has to tell me. Especially, like, on I'm the Tiger up. card, we got two strips. One for paying for, like, Chick-fil-A, and then one to swipe to get into, like, classrooms and football games or Which whatever. doesn't work either. Yeah. And so then we're just – so then he's just like, no. And I'm like, dude, what do you want me to do? Like, what, what do you want me to do? And he's like, swipe it. Swipe it. And so then I swipe it, like, five times. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, what? What? And then, so he's like, I'm giving you all the tools for success here. I'm like, no, you're not. It's not working. And then the trumpets were playing, like yeah. Edwin Diaz, and, and then, Riley came in. And then I was it. like, I'm done with this guy. And so Riley was like, okay, I'll try it. And then Riley just flips the card around and swipes it, and it works. And I was like, and the guy was like, see? And I was like, no, you told me that you literally were showing me the wrong side. You did not <laughs> see me. You, it is not see. You told me the wrong thing. Yeah, he gave me all the tools. Yeah. By telling you the wrong things. And it I was, was just honestly like, kind of beautiful. I, I closed the game out for I was Mariano Rivera. And I was just kind of like, I I want to go home. Yeah, you were pretty upset. And I don't blame you because the dude did a terrible 
Uh, he was not a good coach. I wasn't even like upset. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, because he, he, he's kind of scared me. He kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, too. and then he was just like, like I was getting extremely confused because he wasn't saying what I was supposed to do. He was just yeah. like, do it different. Like, no. And I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean, no? Come on, guy. Come on, guy. No, be better. no, no. No, no. You tell me. Yes, tell me what I need to do. That's why I, I just refuse to get. Um, yeah, I know. I should have just ordered on my phone. A new, uh, a new chick, uh, not a new chick fil a new Tiger card. I still have the old Tiger card. I don't want to get a new Tiger card because I feel like I've put on weight since I've took my picture. And <laughs> I don't want to have a fatter face in my new Tiger card picture. So I, I'll stick with the one from like sophomore year. I just don't photograph well. So no matter what, my Tiger card picture is going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like guys, I wonder. Like, girls, they go out and take pictures and stuff. They go to, like, a field. You know? Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, what like would we actually look good if we had, like, a photographer take our pictures? No, I think I'd look Cause, worse. Because, like, us, like, with our iPhones, like, we look, like, horrible. Yeah. Like, our eyes are red. The, like It adds, like, 15 more pounds. Yeah, somehow. The, oh, that's somehow, why you got to use like, the Snapchat. Somehow yeah. our pit stains got three times bigger yeah, in the picture. It, yeah, you can smell the picture. Yeah. You Even can. though I don't smell bad. <laughs> It's just like it looks like I smell bad, you know. Yeah, like especially if you take a picture in the bar. Oh, <laughs> it looks like Dude. it looks like you've been on crack for eighteen days. Yeah, if you if you take a picture and the lighting's god awful. Yeah, the lighting's even, awful. You you're just, like half sweating, and you're holding not a drink. Even half. Like if you're holding an alcoholic drink and you're sweating, like that just looks bad in general. Yeah, she's like, oh geez, what's going on? Yeah, is this guy all right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, like. Maybe guys need to just do what girls do and take, like, 25 minutes to get the right picture. Well, that, and maybe we should learn to, how to edit our pictures like girls yeah. do. Yeah. Maybe not Photoshop, but, like, you can add something. We should just make it okay that guys start wearing makeup, too. <sighs> not, like, full-on makeup, if but, it, like... Even if it was okay, I don't think that we would do it. Like, not, like, full-on makeup, but, like, the makeup they put on the guys in the movies to cover, like, their blemishes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean they got a, they got a bad zit hair. on the forehead. Just cover that right up. For me, I don't think it would work due to the facial hair and like I just think I'm too like I think I'd be too lazy to do it. I wonder like I want to do it once to see like Wait, if I actually look better. Yeah, with makeup on. Like not like like go to like uh like the makeup Tom Cruise gets before he goes on Top Gun. Like have someone like really good at it do it. Yeah. Make me look really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not judging you. I mean, it, it, if no, I don't think I would want to do that. To be honest, no, dude. One time, you don't want to see what you would you could look like, you know? Because if, if we're, I ever, we're never gonna this. go out of our way to do this again. No, but if someone, if someone offered, offered yeah, yeah, I guess you have to at that point. Yeah, just and like, then we go take pictures a in a field, yeah. and then like that, and then that just becomes your Tinder profile. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and then. Oh, you're, and then, like, if you're ever talking to a girl and she's like, send me a picture of you, you send her that one, and then she sees you in person, she's like, hey, what the? Yeah, this, Hey, wait a minute. You look about 25 pounds that's something that guy. <laughs> that's something that guys do, and I can't even, like, I do the same thing. Like, you have a picture from, like, 2017 that you look really good in, and you're like, that's my picture. See? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, just my, that's my profile picture. I can't do that because I look so different from 2017. See, you yeah. kind of look the same. I don't even look like the same person. My hair's different. I have facial hair. 
I don't. I haven't really put on that much. Like I'm not fat or anything like that. Like my face yeah. isn't like bigger. It was for a little bit there. I was kind of. I wasn't fat, but I was a little puffy. But now I'm like back to where I was weighing in high school or whatever. I just look different. Like I just look older. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to send somebody like a picture from me from like 2019 or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that was. That's actually not how I look anymore. Yeah, one of my buddies sent me a picture from our freshman year, and I was like. Jeez Louise, dude! It looked like I've aged like five years and two. Yeah, oh, dude, or three. I, if you, I, I mean, getting the Snapchat memories from I like, feel like three years ago today. I feel like college is like your second puberty. Kind of. Yeah, and then the real world. Like and, after then, and then you just turn into a sack of potatoes in the real world. Yeah, we're just gonna. I'm gonna be gray and bald and in like two years, probably. Probably a little dumpy. Yeah, little. probably a little pudgy. I don't know. Uh, I'm probably going to be, like, this an old jolly fat guy. Yeah. Like what Conor McGregor says, he's just going to, when he grows old, he's just going to be a fat, jolly old man with a bunch of money. Do you think he'll be jolly? Uh, I think aggressive. I think he'll be Conor McGregor's version of jolly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite aggressive to the average person. Yeah. But I think for him. Dude, he, I'd be scared of, like, 45-year-old Conor McGregor. Like, Conor McGregor... Dude, I would just be scared of him if he had a couple of drinks in him. Yeah. Because, uh, like, yeah. he's proved uh, recently that, like, if he gets a couple of drinks in him and you kind of make him mad, like, anything just goes. Don't, just don't make him mad. Yeah. Like, I remember there was a video that came out, like, a week or two ago of he was at some, like, pool thing. You know, where they have, like, the cabanas and DJs, and he was, like, up in, like, a VIP-type area. Party, per se. Yeah, like, a little pool party with the DJ at, like, some really nice place in, like, Ibiza or something. Yeah. And, uh... Stuff we would never go to. Yeah. And I forget what happened. Someone, like, said something to him or bumped him. Oh, I think someone threw something at him. And then he, like, just, like, eyes went, rolled back, turned red, and he just, like, he didn't physically touch him, but he was just, like, screaming at him for, like, five minutes. I'm like, dude, like, you're, like, ten feet above them. Like, you're in the VIP section, and they're, like, down there. It's, like, turn around. Yeah. You know, it's just like when Tyler Crew said, like, you want to stop cyberbullying? Turn off the computer. <laughs> it's like you want to stop talking to that guy turn around yeah i don't know i just I, why do why would people even try to mess with conor mcgregor but we gotta Dude, get, that's we gotta like get that's just like a thing like i feel like there's stories all the time of like ufc fighter charged with assault Gets tried like charged with assault of three men who tried to beat him up yeah and it, but, it's uh, like yeah they get paid millions of dollars to do that to do that to other people who also yeah and so you have no chance. Should probably not do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Well, we're going to go to a break. Pieces, and then we'll be back. Oh. Uh, all right. We're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1. I'm on Twitter right now, you know, scrolling through Twitter uh, during the PSAs. And uh, it is a Yankee fan. He made a makeshift straw for his beer out of his hot dog. Oh yeah, and he's eating the hot dog and drinking the beer, and that—that that is just—that is a red card. That's a red card. If Wait, there so is, he's like using like the bun to here. like funnel it down? No, no, no. There's no bun. It's no bun. Here, watch. That if there was a a soccer referee for just day to day activity or just life in general, that's a red card right there. Oh, he's poked a hole through the center of his hot dog. Yeah, like long ways vertically. <laughs> He's sucking out of a hot dog. That is, uh, that 
That's oh. What if he, he's probably like this is good? Like, what if it? What if he's on to something? And like the no, the, he's not the dude. meaty hot dog. No, taste <laughs> like you get like the beer with the hot dog taste is pretty good. Oh, dude, imagine that with like uh the he's making like, like a he's making like a dog? he's making like a redneck bloody mary right now. No, no. Yeah, if beer and a hot dog. That's a he's making himself a nice Mississippi bloody mary. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Mary if Mary's yeah. from, uh, but, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, God. I tell Daytona you, Beach. I hit something on my computer, and now the screen is all, oh, oh God. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, but before we get into MLB, before we get into baseball, uh, I'm going to, I did a, a NFL fantasy draft last night with, there's 12 people in the league, mm. and um, I'm going to tell Riley my team, and I'm going to get his opinions. Okay. Um. I'm going to go, like, in order of how I drafted them. All right. What pick did you have? I had seven. Seven. Ah, so then, tough scene. Yeah, I know. The middle rounds in a 12 or 16-person draft is the worst because you get seven, and then what? You come back around, and you're at, like, 17, 18, 16? Uh, when it snakes back through? You're at five. When it, yeah. So you have the fifth pick, so 12. No. No, no yeah, so 17, 12. 17, yeah. Yeah, and so it, it's just, like, you know, it it's a the horrible place to pick. Yeah, I do not like it. You want to be in the beginning or the end. So my first pick at seven was Camara, Alvin Camara. Okay. Um, someone told me, uh, good to know, literally three seconds after I drafted him that he has a assault charge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's great. I no. forgot about that. So as soon as I drafted him, some guy was like, "Hey, you know he's arrested. Like, you know he's like he's he might not play." Yeah, and so I was like, "That's cool. Uh, great." Great start for my team. My second pick uh, was J.K. Dobbins, which make up for your mistake. Which I mean, like coming back from an injury. Coming back from injury, he was really good last year though. Before he got injured, I thought he got injured like the first preseason game. Wait, no, wait—is this his third season? This is second season. He's he had one season. game where he had really good, or maybe it was the preseason preseason or something where he was just going off. But I was very excited for him. I thought he played really well in the games I did see him in the preseason, so I took him. Ohio State alum, of course. Also at like eighteen, I, like there wasn't very many other running backs available. Yeah. And then my next pick was uh, Mark Andrews. This is when I was like, I don't know, I when I made this pick, I was like, I'm, I'm my strategy, I'm throwing it out the window. Yeah, it's like when you're in a fight, cause you get punched in the face. I just felt there's like there's no strategy there. There's just a very because someone took Kelsey in like the second round. Is P- Pitts not on the board at this point? Probably not. No, he was on the board. Oh, dude. It was Pitts and Mark Andrews, but I like Mark Andrews better. No way. So, no, Egan. No. Look who's throwing him the ball. Look who's throwing Mark Andrews the ball. Lamar. He's gas compared to Mariota. Yeah, but Pitts is. Uh, Pitts is just different. No, nah, he didn't do anything last year. He's and so I took Mark Andrews because it was like, as far as the tight ends, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey were rated like I would have the top two and also like 40 points higher than like the third guy. And there was no wide receivers I wanted to take really at that point, so I just took Mark Andrews. Is uh. Is Waller not on there yet? No, they t- someone took Waller. Okay. The only tight ends that were left were Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, and George Kittle. 
but I don't like George yeah, Kittle. No, I wouldn't pick Kittle either. Pitts seems like the obvious option. No, dude, what Pitts about is running bad. Back? What other running backs are on the board still? Probably not any great ones. But what did Kyle Pitts do last? Who was the first pick in your draft? J- J- Jordan, uh, Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor had to be. Yeah, like McCaffrey. Yeah, so I took Mark Andrews because all Lamar can throw are slants and tight ends run slants. Or across the middle, whatever you want to call it. Seam Crossing route. route. Crossing route. But uh, also, there's no Hollywood Brown. So, Mark Andrews is wide receiver one. <laughs> yeah. So, that's why I took him. And then my fourth pick was... Uh, was this my fourth pick? Let's see. No. My fourth pick was Juju Smith-Schuster. And uh, I mean, that could pay off. This was a... Uh, my two receivers are sleeper picks. Okay. They could be like six points a game, guys, or 16 points a game, guys. So Juju... Boomer bust type. Yeah, type. Juju looks like he will be wide receiver one. I mean, Kelsey is obviously probably wide receiver one. Yeah. But he will be the actual, like, person playing wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my next pick... This I kind of got scared because all the quarterbacks were going. No, Egan. And so I picked up my guy, uh, Joe Burrow. Okay. Because I think that he'll be, he'll be he'll be dirty again this year, and I just did not want to get stuck with like me okay, having to go like get Ryan Tannehill off the waiver wire every yeah. week. And so then my next pick was uh, Gabriel Davis. From the Buffalo Bills. Remember the yep, – and literally the only reason I took him – AFC Divisional game. Is because in that AFC Divisional game, he had four touchdowns. Yeah, and he had like over 200 yards. And that was the his most recent game yeah. that I saw. So he'll just continue doing that. So yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. So this big boomer bust pick there. Yeah. And then I did take DeAndre Hopkins just because once week seven rolls around, he's going to be a dog. Hopefully. And – but – so I'm he's surprised on the, he went that far. Uh, he's on the bench right now. Yeah. But I took him, like, at, like, the flex spot. Like, he yeah. was, like, my sixth guy. But right now on my flex, I have Alan Lazard from the Packers. Okay. That's – I'm very – I'm Receiver one That's one of my right favorite now. picks I had. I'm very – Alan Lazard might be my favorite pick just because I feel like he could, like, be ridiculous with yeah. Rodgers being wide receiver one. Then I got Ravens defense. Uh – and then A.J. Dillon, Jahan Dotson, Deshaun Watson, David Njoku, Odell Beckham, and uh, what's this guy's name? Jamal Williams. Where does Odell play now? Nowhere. Oh, he's a free agent? Yeah. Oh. So I'm hoping, like, like I'm just he's just going to sit on my bench all year until, like, a Super Bowl contender like Tampa Bay signs him. Yeah, or the Rams he just runs it back. Yeah, because – and then hopefully he'll, like, do something. But then – so, yeah, the bench is just, like – who cares about the bench? Yeah. You're not seeing the field. A.J. Dillon, going to be huge if Aaron Jones goes down. Uh, Njoku could be good. No more Austin Hooper. Probably not. So he'll probably also just be sitting on my bench all season. Yeah. But also, if you play me week 9 or 10, you're going to beat me because my entire team is on a bye either of those two weeks. That's Egan, this is a tough scene. Dude, this is how it always happens. This is Your team is a tough scene right now. No, nah, dude, my team's going to be raw. I'm projected 120 points. Joe Burrow, Kamara, those are both going to be top five in their position. Gabe Juju Davis, could be. Gabriel Davis, if he continues on his AFC Divisional <coughs> loss path. Yeah. 
will be receivable. Hot take. Juju Smith, not hot take. It was just a fun fact. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has mm, finished uh, as a top five fantasy receiver in 2018. Hmm. So it's possible. And now he's finally got a good quarterback. That was four years ago. And I saw one highlight of him mossing someone in Chiefs training camp, which kind of sealed the deal on that pick. Yeah, I mean, I think they're like. Who do you think has a better fantasy season, Tyreek Hill or Juju Smith-Schuster? Because I think it's Juju. Hmm. I'm gonna give it to Tyreek just because it's like I feel like he's so good that Tua can't like possibly mess it up that bad. But he can underthrow him. He can, but I think he'll get a lot of fantasy points on like some uh, some yak, some yak, and some like handoffs. Like he'll do like a little come around, well, yeah, get the ball, and, yeah, with Mike McDaniel's. So yeah, what if he just turns into Debo? I think he's too small to be Debo. Yeah, I do too. But like a what Percy if, Harvin. Yeah, what if he just Florida? turns into like the guy who runs really fast, but the quarterback can't throw it to him? Yeah, that, well, <laughs> I can totally see that. Dude, that would I, just like for t- like for Tua's sake, I hope he can play good with Tyreek because like I f- like you just have to feel bad. You're like you just got the fastest, like one of the best receivers in the league, and you're like still bad. I mean, I don't really feel terrible about it. I mean, it's I mean he's still still Tua. He's still got the college career to go back. Still Tonga Valoa. Yeah, and you still got paid a lot of money. To is play his football, but is his brother still play football? <sighs> Probably, but. Probably not going to make the NFL. Yeah, I remember he played at Maryland and threw five picks against Ohio State. Yeah, that's a tough scene. But that's okay. I almost respect that if he threw like five touchdowns. He did. He did throw like three. Me and uh, me and some friends were talking, and uh, like I hypothetically, I, I think this won't really be hypothetical at this point. Uh, that TJ Finley might be the starter at Auburn, but this is a hypothetical. If he throws for thirty touchdowns, thirty picks, five thousand yards, would you be okay about? Or would you? Oh, and in college, yeah, I'd be hyped. Yeah, if you're putting up five thousand yards, if he puts up a Jameis, that's. I don't even think. I think like when Dwayne Haskins had that like ridiculous year. I don't even know if he put up five thousand yards. Maybe not five thousand yards, but thirty touchdowns, thirty picks, and like a crazy amount of yards, like an absurd. I would not have a problem with that because that means like Uh while we're at the games, we get to like see thirty touchdowns. Yeah, which is like a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I like because if we only Brett play, Favre. we're only college football season is twelve games, right? Only twelve. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, you do the math, passing. That's not even counting rushing touchdowns. We're getting over two passing touchdowns a game, on average. And so that we would just be the mo- we'd probably just become the most entertaining team in college football, which is doable. That that is that is actually something that could be possible. Hey, but he's got LASIK. That's never happening again. Yeah. It's just 30 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, and zero picks. That would be sick. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, old Jameis. Jameis, 30 for 30, baby. Yeah, yeah dude, if in, if any Auburn quarterback had a 30, 30 You think year. it's going to be TJ Finley? Yeah, and I'm I'm excited. I that. have completely no clue. Uh, some of my friends think it'll be Zach Calzada. No. I think he's third right now. That's what it sounds like. I don't know Who anything, is, actually. So If – so it's T.J. Finley, Zach Calzada, Robbie Ashford, Robbie Ashford, Robbie's the kid from Hoover. Yeah, who's really good. Oh, we uh, gotta go to PSAs. I think I think it'll be T.J. Finley though too, just because he has experience in yeah, the offense. And just everything that I've heard so far sounds like it's going T.J. Finley, which except for evading police on a scooter. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not a good look. That's but... not even that big a deal. Who cares? Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, he said he didn't even know they were trying to chase him. Yeah, uh, yeah, and... <laughs> I, I, this is a. I think the police need to make the siren louder and the lights more bright, and then maybe TJ Finley will know that he's being chased. I don't know. I don't even know what happened in that situation. That's just a wild story to me. Like it's great evading the police on a scooter. I mean that. He's that mobile. is. He's mobile. That's something. <laughs> he's he's mobile. He's mobile. I don't know. Yeah, he cops can't even catch him. How is your defense supposed to catch him? <laughs> Yeah, good luck, everyone. T.J. Finley's going to run all over you guys. The new and improved T.J. Finley is going to show out on everybody this year. Hopefully. I hope. I'm optimistic. Yeah. we got to go to PSAs. We'll be back. PSA. Already? We are back. You're listening to Tough Scenes. W-E-G-L. I had a little stutter there. W-E-G-L 91.1 FM. But the first two segments, we're done hanging out. Just joshing. Just kidding. Just joshing, just kidding. But uh, we're going to get into MLB now. It's that time of the year. Riley is a very avid baseball fan year-round. I, uh. Uh, or close, more, way more than me, I'll say that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it is that time of the year where for two months I am a hardcore baseball fan because no other sports are on TV. And yeah. that happens to be right now. So MLB, uh, first thing I want to talk about is, is Aaron Judge the best hitter of all time? Um, no, but he's really good. I think he has a chance to be the best hitter of all time. No roids? No. I wonder, do you think, like, if no. Aaron Judge took roids, how many more home runs would he have? Five? <laughs> Who knows? Because I feel like it doesn't necessarily, like, help your... He has all the power in the world already. Like, he's... yeah. Like it's. it's I wonder not if bad. you had even more power. Like I, I don't think steroids helped your ability to like hit the ball. Well, yeah, necessarily. No. But like it helped when you like didn't make full contact with it, and you could still send it like a mile. Well, for what he doesn't take in steroids, like you can make that up, and he plays in Yankee Stadium. True, but then what if you did steroids and Yankee Stadium? Yeah, then you would just be Shohei Otani, but they would win. He would be, yeah, he would have Bonds' uh, home run numbers. But he won't have the on-base percentage. And, like, he's struck out more than he's got hits this year. So That I is true. Think. Aaron Judge is a very home run or he's like strikeout. Ad- he's like Adam Dunn from back in the day, but even, like, he's better than Adam Dunn. He's also, yeah. like, really fast. Like, he's an insane athlete for 6'7", 260. Like, he's fast. Stole 13 yeah. bases, which isn't crazy. But, like, for nowadays, it's kind of like it's for decent. Aaron Judge. It's like good. For, Leading the the league in home runs by like thirteen or whatever it is with thirteen stolen bases too. Like I, I don't know. I like that. I like and that. to be completely honest, like how many times does he really have the chance to steal a base if he's just hitting home run exactly. or strike out? Yeah. Like he's either running all the bases at once or he's going back to the dugout. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I don't know. What do you? <laughs> is that like? Would you? If you were a baseball player, would you? And you were. Uh, DH, would you be a well? I wouldn't say DH because DH you're supposed to kind of just hit bombs. Yeah. If you're just like or just hit the ball. If you're like fifth in the rotation and you're like you're like shortstop, like you're not you don't not I wouldn't say fifth, seventh. Okay. Would you? Are you gonna be a guy that's like, I'm just trying to get on base, just make contact here, or are you? I'm hitting a home run or I'm striking out. Uh, I would rather my seven hole try and get on base at all. Try and get on base. Me. I like, think at all, at all costs. 
Especially, yeah. like, I don't know. I just feel like I think I the bottom of the order, to... you want them to get on base because you just want to keep the order going. All right, top of the order, you bat second. Um. Yeah, also just kind of like, it, it really yeah. depends. Because, I think, like, Acuna can bat second. I think I'd want to be a guy that's like, I'm just going for home runs. And, like, if I strike out, I don't care. I just I'm want, I don't even, home run. I just want my whole team to just hit the ball. That's why I love the Guardians, dude. Like, I just love, like. We're the, not a very flashy team. We're not hitting very, like, we're not hitting bombs, but we'll hit, we're, like, we had a lot of singles and doubles. Yeah, that's what, uh, 2014 and the 2015 Kansas City Royals, they played small ball. They just small balled everybody. Destroyed yeah. everybody in the playoffs. It was awesome. And they're the last team really to be like that good without hitting a crazy amount of home runs. And they didn't even really draw that many walks either, but they played excellent defense. They had great a great bullpen and they were really fast and stole bases all the time and they got on like they hit the ball. Like they hit singles. It's that literally sound like you just described the Guardians this year. Yeah. Like we have a great bullpen and we get on base. Yeah. We play solid and they play defense. A, well, also the Guardian Stadium is like a ghost town. Like it is hard to hit home runs there. Yeah, very. Uh, yeah, it's left, a big field. Left too. field, you're not hitting anything out. Like the Royals, I watched a video about it. The Royals picked like they they have the fastest outfield probably of all time, but their outfield like surf like square feet yeah, is like huge. the largest by a lot in the MLB. Wow. So, like, their defense was so good because they had so much speed and they can cover so much ground, yeah. and they could also steal bases. Dude, that's, like... That's awesome. If you watch 2015... The Guardian I, Stadium, it's got one of those walls in left field where it's just 40 feet high. Yeah, which, it's not like a green monster, but it's, like, tall. Like you can't hit a line drive over. Yeah, no, which kind of, like, like... You have to hit a home run. I like it, and run. I don't like it because you're not hitting a homer there. But then you're most likely gonna like get a bunch of runners home because once it bounces off like up to yeah. up high, then the outfielders gotta wait for it to drop yeah. and then like bounce and so you normally like can get a lot of ribbies with yeah. that wall there. But uh, which I mean, it kind of fits the Guardians perfectly though. It does, but the amount of times I've of seen J Ram hit that wall, I'm like, dude, like that's yeah. a homer in Yankee Stadium. Come, like yeah. he would have 35 homers right now if he's thinking. The wall wasn't that big, but it is what it is. Yeah. that's There's that Twitter account where it's like, will it dong? I think that's what yeah. it's called. And it's like, how many home runs this will be in every stadium. And there, the other day, someone hit one that would have been out in every single stadium. And yeah. It, it, What's the know. stat? I saw um, if they pl- if like they took a, a MLB field and made it the size of like a Little the, C's World Series. Yeah. Like the hit, like the league leader's. Two, which was super surprising to me. I think two or three were Trevor Simeon and Corey Seager from the Rangers, and one was Judge. I think. But oh, then, uh, not what uh, Marcus Simeon. Yeah, Marcus Simeon. Yeah, not Trevor Simeon. He's the uh, quarterback I for think... the Saints. Is he? He was the guy from Northwestern. Remember him? I played really for the Broncos. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He got drafted because he's six eight. Oh, I thought John... it was Brock Osweiler, but well, they both were just yeah. huge. But and uh, uh, Peyton. Peyton, what's his name? I know you're talking about. Uh, uh, also tall dude, played at Memphis. Yeah. Anyways. But, um, yeah, so it's Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. So it was just like, dang, dude. So they're just hitting, like, an insane amount of, like, foul, like, pop flies that are just getting out. Yeah. Which. 
or just like that is what happens. I've been to two Rangers games this year, and that is exactly what happens. Yeah, they hit them straight up in the air, and (laughs) that's what like the Rangers have such a nice stadium, but they're so bad, and they're not even horrible. I think they have fifty wins, like they're not last in their division, but they just might be the most boring team in baseball to ever watch. Well, now they got the two Vandy boys. They got Rocker and Lighter, and the and they're both pitchers. Which the Rangers, from pretty much since the dawn of time, have always had a problem with pitching. And they except had Nolan for that Ryan. one guy. Yeah, except for Nolan Ryan. Yeah, but yeah, but that's it. And also, and also, if you go to their stadium, he's plastered on every wall. Yeah. Well, that's like really the only. Yeah. Like, but the only legend, legend. I mean, like they have Pudge. Pudge the only stud. reason you go to a, t- a Rangers game is to hopefully see Corey Seager hit a bomb. Yeah, which there's no one else on the team that's worth watching. Well, Simeon was. He wa- dude. They have to be so mad. They spent so much money on those two, and it's they bat one and two, and they it's normally just two outs. <laughs> like it's like. So then, to like, be fair, it's normally two outs for pretty much everybody in baseball, though. Like, yeah, it is kind of crazy to think about. Like, they have their- these guys' averages are like. 2.8 times out of 10 that they're going to get a hit. Yeah, and Corey Seager's – and they're less than that right now. They're yeah, like, yeah. They're at, like, 200. Yeah. and But uh, I think their catcher bat, like, bats third. Yeah, I'm trying to think who it is. He's he's not terrible, if I remember correctly. I think uh, – I, I, His name Hodges? His last name Hodges? I don't think so. I, I, think it's, it's I last, know it's not Mike Napoli, but that's who it's used to be. He's got longer hair. Um, I can't think of his they name. All, but they do have – uh, one promising guy. Uh, I think his name's like Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia, yeah. He was a rookie last year, and he's he's pretty solid. Um, um well, Seager like Seager hit like seven home runs in the NLCS at the Ranger Stadium during COVID. So, yeah, the Rangers were like, "This guy's really good," and then they signed him, and then of course he was like, "I'm not really good." Well, he's still probably their best player. Yeah, though. he is. Their, you know, he's definitely their best player. He's just is cold right now. Yeah, had a cold year. But Sorry. the Ranger Stadium is like beautiful. It's Most just like I think that's why they still pull so many fans while they're bad. It's just because like it's like a thing. It's in like Jerry's World down there with like yeah. Cowboy Stadium. There's also like, just a lot of people in that yeah, area. Yeah, like you walk out, a lot of baseball. People. You walk out and there's like a restaurant bar like right to your left. The I, old stadium is still super nice too. Yeah, still like when when the first time I went to a game, I started just like walking up to the old stadium and I was like, "What? Like, what's going on? Where is everyone?" My dad's like, "No, idiot, it's this one." And I'm yeah, like, well, what's the wrong? Old, like, old stadium's iconic to me because of uh, Josh Hamilton, former Ranger. I'm pretty sure. It, well, and it looks like a baseball stadium. Yeah, the new he just one hit is like bombs in that stadium. Though. The new one's like way too nice. The old one like looks like a baseball. Stadium. Yeah, it look it looks like there's like a castle in the outfield type of thing. Yeah. Like that structure is really cool. I don't think the 2007 home run derby was in the Texas stadium, but I, in my memory, it, it is. And Josh Hamilton hit a ball like 500 feet. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong, but I just remember that like him being a dog. I think they should make <laughs> he was a dog. The home run derby in like one of the hardest stadiums to like. No, I think it should be in Coors every year. Which one's Coors? Denver. The, call it, yeah, dude. It's just a mile high. Like the ball is just. Fly. Oh yeah. That What's would the be awesome. or? Yeah, the it Dod- was last year, but like, this is the Dodgers this year, right? Yeah. I mean, that's nice because it's like the backdrop is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dodger Stadium to mile me is high overrated. would be cool because dude, you just launched those things. Well, it was there. Um, uh, when the Braves were supposed to have also, it. Also, Albert Pujols is like 
acting like he's 25 again? The machine. Yeah, Albert Pujols thinks he's 25. Again. I think he's at 690. I think he's at 690 home runs. I hope he gets. I to think 700. no, he got. He just got to 692 because he had two runs uh, two days ago. Two oh home really? Runs, yeah, two home runs. In one. He's had. He has six home runs in his last eight games. Oh, the machine is back. Albert Pujols. The machine is back. And he had. He had six like. Before the All Star break, he had six home runs total. He has six in the last week right now. He That's, Albert Pujols the home run derby saved him. He like he saw that he had six ninety and he's like, I'm getting seven hundred. Yeah, and I hate the Cardinals, but I hope he gets seven hundred because Pujols is one of the all time. And I've heard many people say that he could be the best hitter of all time, and it, they can make a great argument. Yeah, for I mean, you can't like he's the machine, man. He is the machine. You like you have to listen to that argument because like yeah, he could be. It's no not steroids. like if you're if you come up to me and you're like Seth Curry's the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm like I'm not listening to any more words you have to say. Yeah. But like elder like Albert Pujols, best hitter. You got to be like okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But also like basketball and baseball are a little different. But yeah, still, I mean, I think baseball might be the hardest sport to rank of all time. To, yeah, especially because yeah. they've been playing it for like a like, million years. The too. the whole thing in football is like it's always quarterbacks, like quarterbacks, blah 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 blah. But baseball, you could make the case for like DH is just as important as the first guy in the batting lineup and it, just as important as like a good pitcher. Yeah, like or, where do you put pitchers compared to hitters cuz pitchers don't Or like the same how do you rate or... like a good really good relief pitcher? Yeah. compared to a really good starting pitcher. And we'll talk about that next segment. Yeah, we got to go to PSAs. So we'll be we'll be back. All right, we're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes, W E G L ninety one point one. All right, we're back. Um, I want to pick up what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, right before I went to break. Uh, how do you like? Would you say a starting pitcher, relief pitcher, or like a a person who plays the field and can hit or DH is like the most important? I. Like I, I don't think know. I don't. I, that's. I think I, when you're going all time, I I think I would go with pitching. Like I think a pitcher. I don't know though. I would. I mean, it's really about the five tool. Like if you have all five tools, like Barry Bonds was great at everything in baseball. Yeah, that's. I mean, uh, Ichiro was great. He didn't hit for power a lot, but Ichiro's up there. Griffey. Like I think Ichiro's I don't think it could be a pitcher. Who, uh, isn't Ichiro the guy who came out and did his uh, first pitch, like, in his old uniform? Possibly. There's, like, some guy who played for the Yankees or something. No, he played for the Mariners. Oh, yeah, different guy. And the Marlins. There's, like, some Asian guy for the Yankees who was really old, and he came back, and he'd throw the first pitch, and he dressed up, like, in full gear. That's awesome. And, th- like, threw heat. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't yeah. know who that could be. I'm trying to think. But, uh, whatchamacallit? I think, I don't know, though, because, like, a pitcher... A pitcher doesn't pitch every day, though. Like, it's kind of two ways you want to go about it. Like, you could say, like, okay, I got Grom pitching. Like, they're not – they're, like, they're going to score two runs max. Yeah. Or, like, if you have a person like Aaron Judge in your lineup, you're like, well, he's going to hit two runs. Maybe, well, max. See, or, but see, with the RBIs, Grom's going to be could, more consistent, though, because, because he doesn't have – like, I don't know. You would think Judge – because he he gets more at bats yeah. or whatever, but Judd, like or Degrom is just I don't know how to explain it. Like he his ERA is like lower than uh, I almost want to than like any ERA pretty much ever uh, when he's at his best. Yeah, and then Judge when he's at his best, his 
batting average, like his or his on base average, is still like it's still bad. But he like it could, but that could be like one like one for four, but that one is a homer. Yeah, but I would yeah if 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 I had to pick which player I'd want, I'd still probably pick Judge just because Judge plays every day and he has more opportunities to change the game. But Degrom as a pitcher. Yeah, because Judge will make so it's, Judge will make good outfield plays too. Because he's six yeah. seven, he can jump over the wall, and he's fast. But on like, I don't even know who. If I had to start a franchise with a player right now in MLB, who would I start it with? Oh, yeah, I think right. I think that question to me is a no brainer. Because you could have both with Otani. Yeah. To me, that would be that's a no brainer because we we like that solves our debate. We have both. You have a good solid pitcher yeah. and a good hitter. Yeah, but how long can yeah. you keep it up for? If I started Juan team, Soto is up there for me. I honestly like Soto. I think Juan Soto's most people's answer right Riley. now. Riley. Yeah. I think and I'm a little biased in that, but like also he's he possibly could win the MVP this year. Great defense, great bat. I um, might pick the guy from Seattle. Oh, uh, J Rod? Uh, not uh, yeah, Julio. Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, he's a dog. But yeah, yeah I guess I feel like you'd have to go hitter. Yeah, because he plays every day. Because you could have Degrom, and then the rest of your bullpen's kind of bad. Yeah, the rest of the rotation, which is like and then was the he, Mets' problem before they had Scherzer, but they've had some guys step up this year. But I guess you, I guess hitting is more important. But like you, if you're gonna win a championship, like you need to have an ace. Yeah, I think to win a championship, you need to have a good bullpen. I think if you look at every team that had that's won the World Series recently, they've had one of the best bullpens. And they at got the time. hot at the right time. Yeah, like the Braves last year, their bullpen was not good until the playoffs. They got hot. And then, yeah, the and Jorge time. Soler became like the best hitter in baseball. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, actually, I think that might be the most important thing in building a championship team is just having a good bullpen because that's where the guardians are right now we have a top five bullpen in every stat like you can look at for pitching mm-hmm. but are like it's only taken us so far we can't put up runs on the board sometimes. yeah some games like our last game against the white Sox, we had zero runs we just couldn't like we had like three hits so some games like it's almost we're gonna give up two or three runs every single game so if we can score four that's just yeah. the thing it, but then you have to like that's what's beautiful. Which sounds about dumb, is, but like I don't know how to explain. Is that, that you better. have to play good defense? You have to be able to hit the ball. You have to have a good bullpen. You have to have good starting rotation, and like not every like at my final some points answer, in the year I'm going with hitting over pitching. Yeah, that's my yeah, final answer. Me too. But to have a championship team, it really you just have to be. I think you everything, just have to get yeah. lucky. You just you have do. to have everything come together at once like yeah you got everything's got to get hot at the right time because the best team in the regular season of all time still didn't win the world series yep and also same they didn't even make it basketball yeah like if you look at all sports sometimes the best regular season team is lose to you can even make the case uh nascar 2010 tony stewart won zero races going into the playoffs and then in the playoffs won like 10 of the last like won five of the last 10 and won championship yeah you just got to get there. That's that's the beautiful thing about yeah. playoffs. That's sports. what the Braves did last year. Yeah. Just got to get there and get hot. Yeah. I mean, the Braves were like – I mean, they were around 500 for most of the year, but the division was terrible last year. This year, like, 
Yeah, the NL East is the best division. Yeah, in you baseball. guys have the Phillies, don't you? The Phillies and the Mets. Yeah, it's really good. So like, this September for the NL East is going to be very interesting. It's going to be very fun. I think the playoffs, and now that you have three wild card spots too. Yeah. So like, I think the Braves can still win the division. I will. That, yeah, they definitely still can win the division. I want to say that they will win the division, but who knows? September gets crazy. Um, yeah. If not. I think they're pretty much like unless they have the worst September ever, they're in the playoffs, and then who knows? Yeah, well, we'll get into our predictions here. We want to do our like uh, rookie of the year Cy Young predictions, and then just carry it over to the next segment. Yeah. So and then we'll give our World Series picks. So as well. right now, let we can we can Is there maybe a not a prediction, but like if we had to give a Cy Young or MVP, right yeah. If now, we or were, do you want to predict? Um. We'll do it right now. If we were if we were uh, in charge of the awards, in charge of baseball, and we were handing out the Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, MVP, Hank, all that stuff, mm-hmm. we were handing it out right now, this is who would win. Okay. So, um, Rookie of the Year, is Julio Rodriguez considered a rookie? Yeah. Because he was signed to them in 2017, but it didn't make his debut till now. Yeah. Yeah, no, so whenever you're – you get okay, yeah. So Julio Rodriguez is my rookie of the year. Yeah, I don't think anybody in the AL comes well. Him, I get with second. I guess you could maybe make the argument for Adley. Yeah, um, Adley's good. J Rod is just a, on a different level. Also, he won. He was in the home run derby. Almost won it. Almost won it. So he got like a lot of spotlight from that. Yeah, and so. I don't know if your name's kind of big as well as playing good. It's kind of like you get the it's like and a no brainer. Yeah. So, and the other guy's a catcher, which it's hard to be like flashy as a catcher. Yeah, but he's already the best player on the Orioles. Yeah, which is crazy to say. And so, and I guess and, he would be his close second, third. Stephen Kwan, maybe, maybe Stephen Kwan. Uh, Got a lot nah, of hits. but Julio Rodriguez is. That's yeah. That's my pick for the AL too. Is I think clearly. NL, I feel like it has to be either Strider or Michael Harris, and I'm not even saying that as a Braves fan, but yeah, like, they're both just been let me see insane this year. I'm probably gonna lean more towards Harris, but either way, I just it has All to be right, Braves. So the Rookie of the Year odds tracker for oh, 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 oh. okay, this is yeah, ooh. Actually, right now it says Adelaide has better odds than Julio Rodriguez to win the win the Rookie of the Year. Really? And then Stephen Kwan is uh, so it goes Adelaide, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt Jr. Oh Jer- yeah, Bobby Witt, the uh, dog. Jeremy Pena, Stephen Kwan in fifth for the AL, and then for the NL it is Spencer Strider. Who and then Michael Harris, very close second. Uh, O'Neill Cruz, also pretty close. Uh, Seiya Suzuki, yeah, Seiya Suzuki, and Christopher Morel. I'm going with Suzuki just because I like I like his last name. Yeah, but he's on the Cubs, so oh, he's on the Cubs. Never mind. I am. I I feel like it's either Strider or Harris. I just don't see. Yeah, I'll get unless O'Neill Cruz has a crazy crazy September, which is possible because he's an insane talent. I just I, – Michael Harris or Strider, and I don't know which one. Yeah. But, hey, I guess, yeah, I could see Adley. I. But if, it, if we're doing it right now – I would give it to yeah, Julio, Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. But as a prediction for down the road 
I, I, yeah. I wouldn't be mad with Adam. So, Strider, minus 145 is his odds. Michael Harris, plus 165. O'Neal Cruz, plus 2,900. So, a huge jump yeah. from the top two to three. So, that's the rookie of the year. Uh, we'll do Cy Young real quick before we got to go to PSA. And I'm going to go uh, extremely biased and pick Emmanuel Class A. Yeah. Which uh, isn't, like, a horrible pick. I'm pretty sure he's top five in the odds. Wait, are, did we say we're predicting or if we're doing it today? We're doing think. it today. Oh, we're doing it today? Yeah. Still, Class A, uh, you can make an argument. I don't. Class I mean, I wouldn't. Wrong. I'm picking Verlander, but... Uh, I'm picking Class A because if he comes into the ninth, you know you're winning the game. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to hit a 102-mile-per-hour cutter, but... Yeah. Well, it's like he can... Uh, you can hit it. You're just gonna hit it very poorly and yeah, hit it's like a break little. Your bat. Yeah, or just hit like a little like ground ball to first. Yeah, you're gonna get. Jammed. All right, so now for the Cy Young tracker. Let's see here. NL. Verlander's in the lead. Counseling. Um, Verlander's in the lead at minus one ninety. Then Ooh, Dan, Sandy. uh, Dylan Cease, yeah. Cease, Cease, Cease. 240. Shane McClanahan uh, is at plus 1,000. Then Otani at 3,200. They don't even have um, Class A. Yeah, Class A is not even on here. No, they have they have Shane Bieber on here. Before Class A. Yeah. Uh. Class A is not even. Uh, well, this is on from FanDuel Sportsbook, so could be different elsewhere. But Garrett Cole's up there. Uh, Garrett Cole does lead the league in strikeouts right now. Also, have you ever have you seen Garrett Cole now that the uh, Yankees are doing so bad? He's like he's basically just taken over as coach. Yeah, like he he's in the dugout, like t- showing people how to like hit, like do this, like when he's that like showing people me. like how to hit, and he's a pitcher that doesn't hit, and uh, and then Never also hit. also he Aaron Judge got hit one time because uh, some guy just like lost his slider and accidentally hit him, and he like. Marched out of the dugout like he was the team manager. Yeah. And I was like, Garrett Cole, what are you doing? Yeah, get back get, get back in the dugout, dude. Yeah. All right, we gotta go to PSAs. Yeah. But NL, I'm picking Tony Gonsolin. All right, we're back. Listen to uh, tough scenes. W E G L Weagle ninety one point one. And uh I take that back for uh the NL. I think that if we had to do it today, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy. Um also Who does he play for? Marlins. The Marlin. Um Also, uh, if Colossae wins the Cy Young, which, which doesn't look like it's going to happen. Does not look like it's going to happen according to Vegas odds. Um, <laughs> he'd be the first relief pitcher since 2003. Three. Dude, he is very good. That's probably my favorite player on the Indians right now. The Guardians, sorry. Yeah, we have a transitional period. Indians slash Guardians. I feel like... I've uh, been grandfathered in to yeah. just say Indians from now on. Uh, I think if you lived in Cleveland at any point in your life and you were a Cleveland Indians fan, you're grandfathered in. You get to say Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Or you watched Major League Two. Yeah. Or, everyone gets to watch Major League One. You're not grandfathered in. You're just fathered in. But if you watch the second one. If you've seen the second one. second where, one's uh, nowhere near as good as the first. <laughs> Well, they don't have Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. And then uh, Ricky Vaughn goes to the bullpen, man. What's up it with is that? true. But, right. uh, yeah, Major League 2 is not great. And then there's a third one, but, like, that's – like I don't, don't think even, anyone watched that one. That one doesn't even have to exist. Yeah, it's like Rocky yeah. after four pretty much. I liked Rocky Five, but remember the the sixth one that, kind of, like, everyone's just forgotten about where he fights the black guy? 
He's like super old. The well, last one before Creed. Well, I mean, he. It's he, like he fought multiple African American men. Well, no, no, during, but like throughout the Rockies. But it uh, it looks ridiculous because he, the black guy's like twenty two and he's like sixty, uh, and yeah. he's just like, I don't even know if he won. I think he lost. Well, didn't he lose to Apollo? No, they they tied. Remember, it was a draw in the first one. Wait, wait, who did he? No, I've never actually watched the first one. I always, I love him so much, and I've watched him so many times that I like at this point I don't even know what goes on. First one, I feel like I've watched him too many times. First one is, uh, he loses to Rocky. No, no, he ties to Rocky. Who Apollo? Yeah, and then that's why they rematch in two, right? Why are we? Dude, I've watched these all of these so many. I just times. like Rocky Four. Rocky Four is my favorite. Yeah, Rocky one. Four really is the only one I've seen. I say my top three movies of all time are Tommy Boy, The Dark Knight, and Rocky Four. The Dark Knight is good. Very, three very different movies, yeah. but <laughs> those are my top three. Dude, Rocky Four. Imagine being like alive at that time. You, you know, got to go see it in theater. Yeah, dude. During the if I would have saw that during the Cold War, I might have just joined the army. Yeah, even though like there was no combat, you know. Yeah, I know, but my dumb self been like, "We're taking him out." Yeah, right. and then, <laughs> then I would have got to the office and be like, "Drago's going down." Yeah, I'd have been like, "That Drago and all his friends, I hate them all. They're yeah. all going down." Then I get to the like recruiting office and be like, "Are you aware of what the Cold War is? Yeah, and how this works? It's cold for a reason." I'd be like, "Uh, yeah, it's cold in Russia. Okay, who cares? I'm a tough guy. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland. I'm tough. All right, I can deal with the cold." And then they're like, "No, you idiot." There's no combat. There's no combat at all. What are you going to the war for then? Yeah, exactly. You told me it's it the was cold, the Cold War. It's the core conflict. And Rocky, he had to go climb in the mountains because they were being mean to him. So yeah. they were being mean to Rocky. I'm not having it. Wasn't Drago, like, on steroids too? Wasn't that part of the movie? Yeah, Drago, like, was on roids and, like, trained in, like, a lab with, like, doctors and yeah. stuff. And Rocky trained just... In the snow. Like an American. Yeah. Like, like a... Like an... Uh, what's Rocky's... American-Italian guy from Philadelphia. What, what's Rocky's name? Uh, What do you mean? Rocky Balboa. Yeah, yeah Rocky. Okay. I was... What is what is Rocky short for? Is it just named Rocky? Rocky. It, he's never had anything more than Rocky in the in the movie. Really? Call him, call him Rocco. Rocco? Rocco! What but, is? I mean, that's just dude. Like, I I really need to watch I think the first Rocky's one. A name because like it's it, it's so cool. Like okay. people are like. I just looked Adrian. it up. Rocky one came out in 1976. Exactly. That's why I don't want to watch it, dude. It's just it's. I hate to be this guy, but it's a little too old for me, dude. I but it that, that makes it better for me. Let's okay. So the. I love budget of under creeps. one million dollars. That is crazy. Money. Uh, it grows. So the budget was under one million, and it grows two hundred twenty-five million. Wow, which in nineteen seventy-six, grossing two hundred twenty-five million, might as well be eighteen billion dollars. Yeah. What is so, the What is the context of Yo Adrian or Adrian? Oh, it's when uh he wins. It, I think the Yo Adrian's from the second one, I believe, because she's at home with the kid. Uh, God, let me. Is it Rocky Junior? No. Okay, wait. So after the fight, sports going to go wild during Okay, so Creed won the first fight, but that doesn't even matter because it's mainly Rocky and Adrian are like just hugging in the ring. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But then I think the second fight, he gets the belt, and then when he's getting interviewed with the belt, Adrian's at home with the kid, and he's like, Yo, Adrian, I did it! <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he, he beats Apollo in that Yeah, one? the second time, yeah. Because yeah. remember, they both, like, punch, and they both fall down. And so, like, the last round, and the ref's like, 10, no, and then, like, Rocky, like, climbs the ropes, and, like, right, like, at one, he, like, finally stands up, and it's like, oh, Rocky won. (laughs) (laughs) So, is the first movie, how does he get to the point that, does it go, you know, I just gotta watch it. I got I got it looked up right here, so. I'm just gonna watch it, and then next Monday, I'm gonna talk about Rocky. Yeah, it's so, gonna be a rock episode. So basically, the first one, Apollo Creed is champion, and he's gonna he's got a fight coming up. But then the guy he's fighting like pulls out, like he gets injured or something, and so then they're like, we can't find anything else. And so Creed's like, all right, give give like a go to the streets, find me a local guy. I'm giving the, the little guy a chance, or you know, like that type of stuff. And so they get Rocky. And then he's like a southpaw boxer who fights in like these like little like dinky gyms, gets paid like ten bucks like yeah. for every fight. And then some guy's just like walks in, is like, "You're gonna fight Apollo Creed." And it's just like it's if you think about it, it's so ridiculous. Like he's a small boxer, and then someone walks in, is like, "Uh, you're about to fight for the title of the heavyweight division." Okay. And he's just like, "All right, yep, okay, sounds good." Uh, I don't even have money to buy my own boxing gloves, but sounds good. Sign me up. And then that's just kind of what happens. And he meets Mickey, who is one of my favorite characters. The old guy is trainer, and then they just kind of train. And he meets Adrian in the pet shop, and and then and then he fights for the heavyweight title of the world, <laughs> but gets beat. But gets beat. But it doesn't matter because he's the uh, the like the that childhood book, the little engine that could. Yeah, he. He earns the respect. Of, he earns the respect. I remember by Rocky Four, him and Apollo were cool. Yeah. They trained uh, together. Yeah. And then uh, Drago killed Apollo. And yeah, then Rocky was, was like, I'm going to mangle you. Yeah, that was like. That's one of my favorite. Like, whenever, like, Rocky's, like, holding Apollo and he, like, looks up, like, all serious and, like, menacingly at Drago and they just, like, lock eyes. I'm just like, I'm going to run through a wall. <laughs> I, I'm so hyped up. Dude. Rocky's going to kill you. I I remember watching that movie for the first time. Like I've really only I've seen Rocky three, but like I don't remember it. I remember Rocky four because Apollo dying, and I remember like thinking, "Oh, you can die in boxing." Because I was like seven or eight. Like I didn't know you could yeah like, die. In Same boxing. thing. I was like, "Dude, what?" And my oh, parents had to explain it to me because my parents are both big. Like they grew up watching boxing their whole life. Like yeah. huge tight. Like they watched Tyson's entire career. My mom watched like boxing even before that. I'm sure my dad did too. But yeah, my dad's to always bo- been up, up to date with like fighting stuff. But he was like did wrestling in high school. He was like a wrestler, yeah. so he's like way more into that type of stuff. Yeah, my my dad also. We got we got some dad wrestlers. We got some wrestling dads. Both wrestling in college. Too. Yeah. So wait, actually, here it is. Two hundred twenty-five million dollars is the equivalent of one billion today. So they made it for a million dollars, and they made twenty twenty-one equivalent one billion dollars. They made like a million more Rockies. Yeah, and then they made four more. You know that he wrote and directed all of them. Yeah. Like he, like Sylvester Stallone was like a relatively small actor, and he's like, "I'm tired of this. I want to be the main guy. Yeah. I want to be like a big star." And so he just made Rocky. Yeah. Which is like pretty awesome because I, I don't know what like people love to hate on Sylvester Stallone. As an actor, and be like, oh, he just does like 
Rambo's and Rockies, but yeah, and they're awesome. Who cares? Yeah. They are great movies, and everyone loves them. And he, everyone loves Sylvester Stallone because he gets him hyped up. I truly think that I could go out and beat Kamaru Usman if I have a pre-fight prep talk from Sylvester Stallone. If Rocky Balboa walks in my locker room and he's like, "Hey, like, hey kid, you go knocking him down now. Why are you try knocking me down?" And I'll be like, "I'm gonna win." <laughs> Dude, Creed is a really good movie. I wish I didn't fall asleep during Creed 2. Uh, They're not the same to me. I was, they kind of make me I mad. I liked Creed 1 because it, it was. I liked I liked when he fought the British dude. They kind of make me mad because I'm just such a big fan of Rocky. I'm like, no. Don't make another guy the star. It's Rocky. Yeah, but the story is really good. It is a really good story. Like, and Michael B. Jordan's just a great, good actor. Yeah. But like, and, and his girlfriend, wife in the movie is... Who's also, what, deaf? Or going deaf? I think she... But makes music. But she also has something with, like, a kid, right? Where, like, she's, like, she, like, has problems with the, like, complications while all having the kid. Like, she's, like, infertile or something. Oh, I don't I don't know. I fell asleep during Creed 2. Something just, happens. And, like but that. Drago's in Creed 2 as well. Yeah. Which That's I, I remember sad. that being cool. But I fell asleep. I was watching it. Did you watch the end part where I feel, no, the, yeah, so he loses, obviously, Drago's kid to yeah. Creed because... Of course, Creed wins. And then, so they're, like, back in, like, the locker room, and it's just Drago and his son. And then, like, the mom who, like, ditched him, right? Yeah. She, like, came back while – because, like, she ditched him and then came back when she heard that her son was, like, going to be a world champion again because she's like, ooh, like, they're big again. I'm coming back. So she came back and then left again. Yeah. And so it was pretty sad. Do you think th- – is there going to be a Creed 3? Um – I don't know. I, feel I don't like, know. I have to watch the ending like, of two to see if I can. I feel like making the Rocky movie in the 70s and 80s was way easier to make the plot. Because, like, now, like, the fight game is, like, you go on, like, Instagram and just take a video of you just dogging your opponent. Yeah. Like, just, like, calling his wife names. And then, like, <laughs> and then like the other guy, like, they get to the press conference. But, like, back then, they also did that. They also, like, talked trash. But I feel like it was way different. Like, with no social media, like, they just, like. I don't know. I can't explain it, but I'm trying to think of like a good way to explain it. But I'm, I would say we could do like a Mount Rushmore. I feel like the fight game now is like you just try to say the most heinous things about the other person yeah. and to sell the fight, and then hopefully you win. Yeah. Like, yeah. And hopefully when you get in there, you don't get knocked out and look horrible. Yeah. I was. I would say we could do a. Oh yeah. We could do like a Mount Rushmore, or like our. I guess Mount Rushmore of like boxing movies, but I'm like I don't know enough boxing movies. I think my top four would be Rocky, like Rocky four through like four, three, two, one. Southpaw is really good. Southpaw, but uh, I haven't watched the one with. Is Fight Club count? Uh, I fell asleep during that movie too. But if that counts, put Fight Club in there. Um, I what's the one uh, with Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale? Ooh, I haven't seen it, but wait, I've heard boxing of it. movies. Just gonna look that up on Google. Um. um it was Mark Wahlberg's passion project as movies well. Movies about boxing. They have Father Stew as a movie about boxing. Not really, but um, there's the Survivor. Okay, whatever. All right, we got to go to PSAs. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back. Real Steel. All right, we're back. And uh, we can transition this boxing talk into uh, UFC. UFC talk. Because there is a very big UFC event over the weekend, UFC 278. 
I wonder if like when we're fifty, we're gonna be at like UFC one thousand, and we're gonna be like, I remember UFC two seventy eight. Yeah. And what was two twenty nine? I think was the McGregor Habib, and that was like the yeah. Biggest. Like what? Like there's gotta be there's gonna be some ones that we're just gonna remember for for like some two oh five two was it two oh five or two oh six was Diaz Connor two oh five was Alvarez Connor, but it also was uh oh no Diaz Connor was one ninety six. Uh, the first one, I believe. And but the Connor Alvarez also had Woodley Wonderboy. Yeah, that was my fight. first time I ever saw Woodley, and I thought he was like the greatest fighter of all time. And then it was a draw. Yeah, but I just was like, this this guy is like just a ball Dog. of muscle, and the other guy cheated. <laughs> That's why that was a draw. <laughs> what other what other fights were on that? Was that Dominic Cruz and Cody Garbrandt? I don't know, but Dominic Cruz just got knocked out yeah. uh, very cold. Like, either – I don't think it was this last past weekend, but the one before that. He's still fighting? Yeah, he fought Cheeto. Oh. That dude, like, that's – I don't get why the UFC does it. And I also – I mean, I understand why Dominic Cruz takes the fight because, like, I guess he enjoys fighting. That's what he does for a living, and he wants the money. But they set up Dominic Cruz, who is basically retired right now. He just – he's a commentator for half the UFC fights, and – I don't know when his last fight was. He fought, he's fought twice in the past year, but before that, it was a very long period before he fought, and he's old, he's old for, not life, but old for the UFC, and they put him up against some guy who is up and coming and, like, rising up through the ranks who is just a certified killer, and he got uh, demolished. Dominic Cruz was, uh, this Cheeto Vera guy just ran him over. Yeah, um... 205 did not have the Garbrandt. Yeah. Also, they interviewed Cheeto and they said, if you, he's from Brazil, mm-hmm. I believe. And they said, if you, <laughs> if you weren't a fighter, what would you be? And he's like, uh, probably a gangster, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I'd be a gangster. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. I was like, okay. He's being honest, at least. Yeah. But this past weekend in fights, I mean, 278, Usman. I mean, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people were saying, man, like, Usman's gonna be like possibly the goat of the welterweight division. Dude, I literally, like, I wish you were there for it because I told my friend Tony before the fight happened, he is my goat of welterweight of UFC. Usman, Usman is my goat of the UFC. You think that? I don't even think he's the goat of his division, dude. He's easily the dude. He's ran through everybody twice, and this is also it is the fight game. I understand it all happens, but as a more casual fan than serious fan. Uh, I'm not a very big fan of like, like one fighter dominating the entire fight and then he just like loses. Like he dominates for four and a half rounds. See, and I then think in the that's last a non-casual minute, take. He gets like, I guess it is a non-casual. I don't know. I just I'm not a fan of because Usman was dominating for four and a half rounds. Like Leon Edwards looked like he had basically just given up, and with like a minute and a half left, he just kind of throws this left kick and crumples him. Yeah. Like, it was one of those knockouts where, like, the toes and the feet are twitching. Yeah. And he's and just, like, his body is stiff. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a really, really well-set-up kick, though. Yeah, it was he, great. He, yeah. like, faked, and then, or no, he jabbed, and then he faked again, got his head to move, and then right into He kind of, like, kick. he, like, th- threw, like, his, like, a left jab and, like, his kick at the same time. So he's, like, going to, like, dot, miss, like, the left jab, and then well, as he's missing it, just brings his head right into a kick yeah yeah it was and, i mean you gotta be like 
you have respect. to be happy. Yeah, like no, respect. I mean, that was a good. He like I didn't know, but then Joe Bur- Joe Rogan like broke it down and shit. Like Ted said, how like he set it up and how it's actually like an amazing kick. And I was like, okay, like respect. He did it, but to be fair, Kamaru Usman was winning for four and a half rounds. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be a rematch. Yeah, there'll they, be a rematch. It'll be a trilogy, and Usman will run him over. Maybe. And it'll be fun. What if Usman's not the same again? No, Usman, he needed that. It's like Ohio State, Michigan, he won too many in a row. Like, Ohio State won, like, what, like 11 in a row? We had to get humbled once. Yeah. You got to get humbled once. Um, I just, I mean, it's so cool because, like, he grinded and grinded. his. It's like Oliveira. Like, Oliveira's been in the UFC for, like, 11 years. Usman's got some good knockouts, but, yeah, like you said, he just grinds them out. Well, I'm just saying Leon Edwards. Like, he's, oh, yeah, he's grinded too, from but... the bottom. And same with Oliver. Like, Oliver has been the champ forever, and he's not anymore. Yeah. Guess, but, like, he was. And he was, like, he's, he was in the UFC when he was 18 or something like that. And he's just – there was a while there where he wasn't even, like – you wouldn't even he think would, like, that he was going to be the champion one day. And then he just improved like that. And now he's, like, one of the most dominant. Yeah, I wonder players. if, like, a couple of years back he, like, switched teams. Because he was just kind of one of those guys that was like... You know his name, but he wasn't like... He was like ranked 5 through like 10. Yeah. He's like one of those guys where like, you know his name... Like a Kevin Lee. Yeah. And then, but you like, he'll, he'll never like... He's never going to be a top 3 championship Kevin. guy. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden he just became like really, really good. Yeah. Not only is he just so good at uh, jiu-jitsu, but he can strike too. Dude, and Leon, I don't know... I knew about Leon Edwards before, obviously, but like I didn't think... He's kind of the same way how I feel about Oliver. Like, he was just kind of yeah. one of those guys. And then now he's the champ of the world. And, like, I don't know. His post, post-fight post interview with Joe Rogan was just really cool to watch. It was good. Dude, what I'm really excited for is I hope that he, Leon Edwards, doesn't fight Usman next. Like, there's one more in between. So then I hope he fights. I want him to fight Colby. Oh, yeah. Because I think Colby would have a chance to take a belt. Yeah. And then, then Colby has the belt now. And but what Usman's, about Hamza? And then, oh, that is true. But, like, see that oh. if you're Dana White, do you give it to Hamzat or you give it to Colby Covington? Because I still think or Colby. Or you give it to, you give the immediate rematch. To or you, yeah, or you, that, which is probably will be what happens. But if I'm Dana White, I give it to I think Colby Covington's better than Kamzat, but Colby Covington, his last like three fights are all Usman, or two fights are Usman, and he they're both losses, and yeah. Hamzat's still undefeated. Yeah. But like, Colby Covington lost because he's fighting Usman. Yeah. Like when he Leon fights when he fights anyone but Usman, he wins pretty like dominantly. So yeah. I I want Edwards, ooh Usman Hamzat. Edwards Covington, the winners fight. Yeah. For the belt. That would be sick. Yeah, a little tournament. Do they do that in Bellator over like it's just like over the course of like the year. Like yeah, like a year. And it starts with a big thing and they fight and fight and fight and fight and fight until there's like a champion. And then well, they like, kinda that, that would be so awesome. They kinda do that sometimes in uh the UFC. Like it was the Connor Habib card where the number one contender was the fight before, like who's. Yeah, I I do like when they do. I like when they do that. I almost. I wish they would set it up to where it's just like 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 a written rule. Like if you beat. 
the one or two guy, you're the next for a title fight. Like it's like like written like inst- if you beat the number one guy, you're up against the champion next. Yeah, I wish there was more uh, structure to how title fights are set up. I just but wish there also was... there's not a lot of structure. It's fighting and like yeah. you can get hurt in camp. Like you know, I just wish there was more. Like. They don't have to do this. This is just a want from, like, a fan. It's like, I wish they were more transparent as, like, where they were just, like, this fight here, we are trying to set this up. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, it's because this happened. And then the fans are like, well, okay. I, I feel like, I don't know, but it is what it is. I think it would be cool if there, it was just kind of like a t- tournament play. but Yeah, where it's just, like, you're three, you're going to fight four or two. Like you, it's not like you have like the number of thirteenth ranked guy against ranked four. What I also think would be really cool to do is like if they had an every four years competition where it was like oh like yeah an Olympics or World Cup type thing. Like, every four years they have the the tournament. Yeah, maybe it's like a separate belt too. Yeah, like no, you, it's like a gold medal. Type yeah, thing. you get to keep. It's like a. For it's the like the claret jug, and for the British Open, you get to keep it for a year. Got to give it back though. Mm, no, you get to keep that gold medal for four years, and then you got to give it back, and then, or fight for it again. Well, yeah, you just got to fight for it again, but you don't get to walk away with it again. No, I think it should be like a gold medal, like the Olympic type thing. Like you can never take like that a green away. jacket. Yeah, and it's just like who's the best? Like I don't know. I th- I that is like a wild idea that I don't think will ever happen, but it would just be really cool. Like, I mean, I guess they do have a clear jug in the championship. You have to win to keep it. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's in the championship belt. belt, but like a tournament every four years and then dude, just give us some tournaments. That's basically what we're at. Just yeah. a tournament of any kind. Tournament, I mean, it's so dangerous tournament. though, but like also, I don't think it even, I don't even, it's I don't, not even that if you spread it out, like Bellator does, like you, you have the first round, if you want to call it of the tournament but they on have, in January and you do the second round in May. They have boxing in the Olympics though. It's like, yeah, why don't they? I, I mean, I know it's more than just boxing, but still, like, get MMA in Olympics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, why is it? Why? Why won't they push for that? I don't MMA know. Olympics. Who do you think would be? Would Russia have the best team? Ooh, yeah. Now, because K- K- Khabib probably wouldn't even compete, would he? Oh, if they had MMA in the Olympics, dude. Wait, does he get a? Is, well, will it be amateurs? Does Dagestan count as yeah. Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it is. But Russian Republic. If they have. Where uh, professional MMA fighters can fight in the Olympics, like kind of how like the NBA players can play in the Olympics type yeah. deal, that would be, that would solve what I was just talking about. Just have it MMA would. in the Olympics. So Usman would be. How would the trial? The Nigerian team would be really good because they have it. Adesanya, Usman. Well, Adesanya would probably fight for New Zealand. Yeah, but he technically. And could be fight for Nigerian team. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's also. But like, also now that I think about it, the trials would be a little complicated, like the Olympic, like the tournament to yeah. pick a spot. I think it'd but, be, but dude, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Uh, that would be the most electric event in the Olympics. Just too. like, or if they did a Ryder Cup of UFC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, We're coming up with some great ideas like, here. Dude, MMA just world. have it like a wrestling tournament. Be like, here's our lightweight guy. Here's our welterweight guy. Here's our like 160 guy. Here's our 167 guy. Also, like, 
with the Olympics, we could also see different weight classes too, and the more weight classes. I know. That's why less. they need to make a weight class in between 155 and 170. Yeah. Well, they yeah. They there needs to be more weight classes, I think. Because there's way too many small 55ers and way too many big, or there's way too many small 170 guys and way too many 155 guys that cannot make weight. Yeah. That are that would be perfect for that like 160, 165 range. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to go to PSAs. Uh, second to last time. So we'll be back. Yo, we're back. Listening to Tough Scenes, WEGL ninety one point one, and we're back. Yeah, we're back. And Dana White almost created the best football team of all time, according to him. Yeah, according to Dana White himself. So, if you're unaware, uh, for UFC events, uh, the Peyton Manning Omaha Productions, his company, is doing a Gronk cast. So it's like the Peyton Manning cast, but it's the Gronkowski family for UFC events. And um, they had their first one over the weekend. I didn't get to see any of it, so I don't know if people liked it or people didn't like it, or if it was good or bad, any of those things. But one of their guests was Dana White, which I found kind of weird that Dana White was just, like, in a room, like, on a Zoom call talking to the Gronks while his, like, <laughs> his UFC event is going on, um, which was slightly weird. If I was, like, one of those fighters fighting, I'd be kind of mad because I'd be like, this is the guy who paying me is decides whether or not i stay at the company and he's just not watching my fight um but if you the person who lost during that fight uh i think you got very lucky there but according to him dana white says back when tom brady was leaving the patriots and deciding where he was going to go next two and a half two years ago um he said that he talked with robert Kraft and the the raiders guy who's the raiders you know his name uh Mark Davis. Mark, Mark Davis, Davis, yeah. yeah. Funny so he haircut. talked with Mark Davis, worst haircut of all time. They literally put a bowl on his head. Uh, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Albert Pujols hit another home run tonight. Dude, he's insane. And it was a ball, too. That's like, that's now that's now seven home runs in the last nine games. Dude, what is going on? He, like, he has 693 now. He could, like, barely hit any in the home run derby, and now he's just hitting them on a regular basis. But uh, back to Dana White. So he talked with Robert Kraft, Mark Davis, the Raiders guy, and according to him, he said he set up a deal for both Gronk and Tom Brady to come to Las Vegas, and then he says at the last second, John Gruden blew the whole thing up. And so if you reference, uh, there was a video on LeBron James's show, the barbershop where they have a bunch of sports players uh, and guests come on and talk. They had Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was talking about his free agency, and he's and Tom Brady was quoted and saying, "You're really staying with that mf'er." Yeah. And so now that that Dana White clip has come out, and the Tom Brady clip that has been around for forever, they think that it's um, Tom. They were referring Tom Brady was referring to Derek Carr when he said, "You're really sticking with that guy." And apparently it was John Gruden, John Gruden's decision to stick with Derek Carr and not make the Brady Gronk move. That's interesting. I always which, thought it was about the. I thought it, he was always talking about the Forty ers and Jimmy which G. we we still don't know. Yeah, like Dana and White. We'll could, probably never know. Dana White could just be like blowing smoke. Yeah, like we don't know, like like anything. 
or that could just be a, a like a conversation that him and Mark Davis had at like a really high like bar casino that's like really high end, and they were just like drunk and are like, dude, yeah. pretty Gronk, you want? Yeah. Like let's get him. We'll just trade. Let's like, get him over here. The next three first round picks. Yeah, like well, come on, Mark. I'll set it up. I'll call Tom. I'll call Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> they love me. They love you. We'll get together. Like we'll have just, a good time. I like, just drunk in a casino somewhere. Yeah, or it might have been at a fight. The amount of times I, the amount of golf outings I've set up on a Saturday night that have just <laughs> never gone to a Sunday morning <laughs> at the bar is astronomical. <laughs> it's uh, every Friday, Saturday night. Hey, golf Sunday, golf Sunday. Yeah, great, dude. Sounds good. Indian Pines about twelve noon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. See you then. And then you wake up the next day at noon, like hungover. You're like, ah. see, I did that. Last, I don't know if I'm gonna go. Did that last week, and I actually went. And I didn't do it on the weekend. It was during the week. I do it every single weekend. And uh, it's the first time that I've actually, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. Like, I completely, like, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And my friend texted me golf. I'm like, yeah. I I was in no shape or form uh, ready to pay for that. Yeah, I, I feel, I always feel so bad because I tell, like, uh, 20 people I'm playing golf with them tomorrow. And then. Did they ever text you? I end up yeah. having to, like, pick one group. Are they ever on the same page? Or not ever on the same page. Has anybody been on the same wavelength of like, yeah, we're actually not going to go golf tomorrow? Uh, most times, yeah. Uh, sometimes the guy's like, hey, golf? golf, And I'm like, uh, I am Asleep. in my bed. Yeah. Sorry. Not moving. Not moving for the next three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can't wait for football season. Dude, I know. <laughs> I, I just like got the got a big TV in my living room now. It's oh yeah, just, we both moved apartments. I just like got new setups. I've been so like it happened to me last night. You know how depressing it is when you go to the Fox Sports app and there's nothing on. And you go to the NBC Sports app and there's nothing on. Yeah. And then you go to ESPN and there's like college softball. Yeah. And you're like, dude, and then you go to TN and there's just no sports on. It's the most depressing thing cuz then you just sit there and you're like, what am I going to watch? Yeah. Like what? What even is on TV anymore? Like that's, I literally was sitting there, like what? What? Like what's on TV? Like I only go on live TV to watch sports. Yeah, no, me too. That's what we talk about in some of my classes. Like none of us watch TV shows. Yeah, I, like I was just like, what? What shows like are on? And like it. Yeah, what? What shows are still coming out that like I would know of? What? Sh- okay, yeah. Tell us. Are there any shows that it's like public viewing in your house? You're like, all right, Sunday eight, this like this show's on. No, America's I, Got Talent, maybe. Like the people, you still I still think people love like the American Idol's voice, that dude, type I stuff. I when they stopped American Idol, my family just stopped watching any of those. Yeah, it didn't because I remember American Idol. I'm trying to think of one that my mom. I guess my mom watches like. The housewife stuff, sometimes, mm. but that's still like that's like that happens when my mom when like when we aren't watching sports, yeah, and like there's just like like the TV's just off. My yeah. mom's like, I'll go to like my DVR, like my recordings. Yeah, that's also something that like just never gets used anymore. Yeah, because I can't record sporting events. Yeah, I know it because it, there's no point in recording a sporting event because. You see, like, you get either a notification on your phone of the score of the game. You see, like, a highlight on Instagram or the winner of the thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's what happened. Like, with F1, like, on F1 Sundays, 
they I know the races happen at like six a.m. like mm-hmm. U.S. time, and so when I wake up, I just have to like not I can't use my phone until I watch the race because like ESPN. You watch the whole race? Yeah. How long are F1 races? Uh, hour and a half, two hours. So it's not like watching a whole NASCAR race. No, and I like I'm just way more into like F1. Yeah. And like. So I just can't get on my phone because I have a I'll have an ESPN notification on who won the race. If I go on Instagram, I follow a bunch of F one accounts. Yeah, they'll definitely have the winner up there. Snapchat, Twitter, like text message, and I have friends who also like F one. So like, if I wake up and I see like, oh, Matt Heibel texted me, I know that like, and it's at like eight a.m. on a Sunday. I know exactly what that's about. Like it's F one, so I just can't look at that either. So I just don't go on my phone until I watch the race. Yeah. That actually brings me to a good idea I was thinking about on the drive over here for Mount Rushmore. Just, um, we could do this next segment. Just the Mount Rushmore of, uh, like things when times were simpler, like like yeah. things that we should bring back or like things that we miss about the simpler times, like a home phone. Home phone. Uh, I like. I love the home phone. Uh, like the portable DVD play, like in the in the car type thing. I'm I'm a like a poker when i type just use my two index yeah. fingers so writing notes instead yeah. of typing your notes blackberries would be on there yeah no let's yeah you down to do that mount rushmore next segment yeah sure all right bet all right and then writing writing my notes is definitely gonna be one of mine because like, i just type way too slowly what should the title of this mount rushmore be just mount rushmore of simpler times yeah i mean that's very broad um <laughs> Mount Juice Rush- World, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, do you, that's another thing. Do you ever like? This would be a horrible Mount Rushmore, but like a good one. Like people that you forgot who died. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, dude, one. you can't. I know it's horrible and it, you can't do it, but like that would be a good one. Like there, you would, you would be so many people. You'd be like, this guy's dead, and you'd be like, oh yeah, I f- completely forgot about that. Thanks for making me depressed. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'd put like I still forget that Kobe's dead. Yeah, Kobe's dead. Forget him. Juice World's dead. Yeah, I don't I forgot, really forget that. that. One, but, uh, uh, John Madden. John Madden's dead. Um, Demaryius Thomas. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why, dude. Bob Saget. What, dude? What? Yeah. yeah. What? See, I told you this would be a great Mount Rushmore. So many people that you just like forget. <sighs> Man, yeah, I didn't even realize. I mean, it, it'd be really, like, really bad, pretty yeah, like dark like Mount be, Rushmore. Yeah, but like, it was one. But, but like, what I'm saying is like, it would be, it would like, some ton of people would be like, "Holy, what? I forgot he was dead." Yeah. Oh man, who else do I like forget is dead all the time? Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's an actor. Yeah. He's the manager in Moneyball. Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Even though like he was dead when I was like seven. I still forget he's like every time I watch The Dark Knight, I'm like, oh yeah, he's no longer with us. Um, and I don't mean that in a joking way. I like it's just wild. Dude. Yeah, dude. Like, like the Kobe especially to me, like, cause like Tupac. We all watched. Well, like he was dead before I was even born. Yeah. But like Kobe, I don't know. He was just so iconic, and like I, I like, I don't know. I always forget Avicii's dead. Yeah. Um. Right now, I'm just looking up celebrities that died young. Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick yeah. Boseman. Amy Winehouse. 
Yeah, I, I dude, agree. it would be a good Mount Rushmore, but we're not gonna do it. Yeah, we're not. Gonna we we basically just did it now. Yeah, we're not gonna do it. Though. We're not gonna do it. But it would be good. And rest in peace to all those people. That rest in peace to all those people. I don't mean any disrespect, but we forgot. <laughs> Sorry. This is this is this is yeah. But we're starting off the semester controversial. I'm Ozunia from the Braves. I'm Oz- <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta go to PSAs. Last PSAs. When we come back. Mount Rushmore of uh, things from things that we miss from the simpler times, as yeah, we are both still in college and twenty one, but you know times were simpler. So all right, we'll be back. All right, we're back. Last segment. You're listening to Tough Scenes, WEGL ninety one point one FM, and we are gonna do uh, Mount Rushmore of. Things we miss from the simpler times, from possibly our childhood or uh, even before we were born that, like, we wish we maybe got the experience, maybe? I don't know. Simpler just, times? Yeah, just simpler times. That wouldn't even be simpler times. So, like, yeah, I guess just stuff that from... That was better in the past? Yeah, that was just... I guess. Yeah. We wish didn't change. Um, All right, who goes first? Rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Do we have a coin in here? Oh, yeah. Coin? Let's just do... Yeah, coin flip. Uh, I'll just flip a coin on... I'll just look up coin flip on Google and see what happens. Also, uh, what we were referring to earlier, uh, Marcel Zunia of the Braves. He is the Braves. Used to be outfielder for the Braves. Um, was replaced and is now their DH. Probably going to be replaced as DH as well because he's been cold. Uh, he was arrested for DUI the other week. And when he got pulled over, the cop said, Hey, man, how you doing? And he goes, I'm Marcel Zunia from the Braves. And then... <laughs> When he hands him his license, he just puts, like, his MLB, like, player card on top of his license and hands it to the cops. And he's like, he goes, hey, man, what's your name? I'm Marcel Azuña. I'm the Braves. <laughs> and, like, he just thought that the cop was going to be like, oh, okay. And then he also, like, refused to – he just thought that he would get get away because he played for the Braves. And, and, uh, with it. and he, yeah. then he refused to breathalyze. And what made it extra funny is he he only missed, like, a week of baseball. Like he came back yesterday, and he when he was announced to the plate, the announcer said, "This is Marcel Azuna from the Braves," <laughs> and it was it was pretty funny because uh, the fact that he thought that that line was gonna work, uh, well, did did not work. Probably for works wherever he's from. It works for the announcer, that's for sure. Yeah, it w- yeah. No, don't that, drink and drive. Don't drink and drive, but like that excuse probably works from wherever he's from. Yeah, I don't like I Dominican Republic or whatever. Maybe. All right. Um, rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to call the coin or flip. Or coin flip. Yeah. Oh, the Braves won. Let's go. 2-1. All right. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. All right, Riley won. He gets to call a coin flip. All right. Tails never fails. All right. You see it? Yeah. Flip. Come on, heads. Come on. Tails. Oh. oh. Man. Come on, heads. I'm on fire. All right. Pick one. Things that I miss from the simpler times. <sighs> hmm. Cool math games. Cool math games got me through uh, a lot of computer classes in high school and middle school. Yeah. I, miss- uh, I love uh, Bloons Tower Defense. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. my go-to. BTD3. Uh, I broke a computer one time doing a Bloons. Because I did the un- uh, the hacked version of Bloons Tower Defense where you got to go through like a sketchy website and then oh. to get ac- to get like access to it. And so then I put too much stuff on the screen and then it just froze and the computer broke. 
Was this at school? Yeah. Oh man. And then I was just, and then, but like, screw went black. So the teacher was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "I don't know. Just went black." It's like cool math, mini clip. You remember Raft Wars? Yeah. Yeah. I was always a cool math guy. The, the Papa's Pizzeria, Pizzeria, whatever, burger, hot dogeria, burgeria. They had everything. Yeah, they did sell a lot. Uh, my my first one is uh gonna be just showing up at someone's house and asking them like, "You want to come play?" Yeah. Like instead of having to like text someone and wait for their response or call someone, like I'm like I'm just gonna show up and knock on your front door and be like, "You want to go eat food?" Yeah, you want to like want to go play. I wish that was still like allowed because I hate just texting people and having to wait because I want like. Whenever I think to do something, I just want to do it, like, now. Like, yeah. I'm pretty impulsive that way. So, I'm just, like, if I text someone, like, you want to go do this, I don't really want to wait for the response. So, I just rather would just, like, go to their house, knock yeah. on the door. And, like, when you were a kid, you just go to your neighbor's house. You're like, hey, Mrs. Smith, can Chris play? Yeah. And, and then you go, like, ride bikes and stuff. And you yeah, go, riding yeah. bikes could be on here. Yeah, yeah, riding bikes with your friends should be definitely on here. But, yeah, my first one is just, like, showing up someone's front door. Just being like, hey, you want to play? All right, my second pick. I'm gonna go with uh, when the teacher rolls in the TV. Oh yeah, in class. You knew this was gonna be a good day. Yeah, that's yeah. That was gonna be like, fun. Sp- like winter break before you go to winter break, you watch like the Polar yeah, Express, and you have like for sure hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, this is way simpler. But I'm gonna go with your parents uh, dressing you in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just wake up and you're like, "Oh, there's my outfit." Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Thanks, yeah. mommy. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd miss that now, but it was it was definitely a, a very. I'll nice change outfit. it to just like your parents like just doing everything for you. Yeah, or your parents like putting your clothes away. Yeah, or like doing your laundry. See, my my mom kind of stopped doing that at a at a, at a young age for. Compared to my friends, at least, probably not a young age when I think about it. But like, Dude, it was, my mom still bro. does the my laundry because she says I don't do it like quick enough. Uh, yeah. Like she's like, you have laundry, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but like I still have like underwear and shorts to wear. I don't need to do it yet. And she's like, yeah, you do. And I'm like, nope. And she's like, I'm doing it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, mom. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you don't have. I will do it. Just. But she's like, you have. My mom's like, you have three socks, in your bin. It needs to be washed now. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's listening to this like, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man, I have another. I have so many of these. You know, the honorable mentions is going to be. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, my second one is just, like, being, like, six years old again. Your parents, like, making your food, taking out your clothes. Yeah. Doing all the good stuff. Yeah. Third pick for me. Uh Dang, I mean, there's so, there's so many I'm thinking about right now. Just stuff that I miss about like being a kid. Or oh, whatever. I have a great pick for my next pick. Uh, I'm like, I'm drawing a blank right now. Drawing a blank. Uh, no, I don't. I can't skip. Dun, 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 dun. I guess simpler times. Yeah, just riding bikes. I'll just put riding, riding bikes. bikes. That's what that's what I'm. I do like riding bikes. Just riding bikes with your friends, but I, man, I had one on the tip of my tongue that was like good. I, I forgot about it. My next one is just PE. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just PE from elementary school. Like, like the yeah the class over was like 
it might as well have just been the Iron Bowl. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing dodgeball against the other class, you're like, I'm out for blood. Yeah. Miss mm. Miss Worley's class is not winning this. Yeah. No, yeah. We would go to war in PE. Yeah, dude. Just I would at PE least. was just It was the Olympics for me. I was that Yeah, guy. PE was when everyone was everyone's like game seven of the NBA's finals, Super Bowl, all or nothing. Yeah. All for all the marbles was that PE, whatever you're doing in that like that day. I arguably played harder in PE than I did in most of my sporting events. Maybe. Or just as hard, probably. Well, I remember one like time specifically football, baseball, no. Yeah, I remember one. I, I was pretty good at, at baseball when I was a kid, yeah. like elementary school, or whatever. But football, I was kind of scared. Yeah, recess was like but recess football. I I just put it all out there. It's also like where you just got to show the like the girls that like I'm cool. Yeah. Like, look, I, I just like... got a triple double and knockout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of backyard football. Yeah. Just like I, that is simpler time. And like just – yeah, that'll be that'll be my fourth pick. It's just backyard sports. Backyard sports. Oh, that's a great pick. But like all of these – like the other pick I was thinking of too was like uh, like your parents packing your lunch for you. Yeah. Um, I do miss that. My fourth pick, what am I going to do here? So I have the parents doing everything for cool. you. Here, I'll, I got some honorable mentions. And then, what was my first pick again? Uh, just going up to someone's house. Oh, yeah, going up to someone's door and just being like, what are you doing? Second pick, parents doing everything for you. Third pick, recess. Simpler times that I miss. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to go with, like, lunch at school. Yeah. Like, lunch at school was, like, the my favorite time of the day. Yeah, because it was usually after, like, P.E. or something. Yeah, and it was just, like, like this, like, social hour of all social hours. There was just, yeah. like, a million kids you could talk to. It was just never long enough. Yeah. Like you, recess. I feel like you could sit at a lunch table with your friends and, like, eat lunch and talk for, like, eight hours. Probably. Or just do, like, we just did this at lunch. Yeah. Like, it was just this, but with sandwiches. Yeah. Like. Oh, man. I don't know if we could do it for eight hours, but at least an hour. At least Until we run out hour. of food. Yeah, once you run. Well, then then you just start like, hey, man, go try to steal muffins. See if you can yeah. Get <laughs> hey, man, go, go try to steal bag chips if you can get away with it. And then, and then you just all sit in there like, hey, see that guy over there? Hey, throw this, throw this chicken nugget at his head. It's <laughs> <Dude>. like. <laughs> Things from the simpler time that I also miss is just like having a bowl of cereal for dinner, like in that yeah. being okay because you just don't know any better. Never like, like before you were sixteen, just never being expected to drive anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I do miss that. It's like, yeah. all right, Egan, you gonna drive? Like, but also like we could do a a, a Mount Flushmore of like things we don't miss about yeah. the simpler times, like not driving, living at home. Um. Oh, dude. Paying paying bills, not having to pay bills. Yeah. It's not like that we have to pay crazy bills now, but like just not having to buy anything. Yeah. Or like, like when you're like eight, you don't buy anything. Yeah. You just like everything's bought for you. Yeah. Uh uh like just being young and like toys. Yeah, just getting a new like, like NASCAR. Yeah, like Nerf gun. Yeah. Just remote control anything. Like just, <laughs> remote control anything's a good one. Like just toys. Like because uh, when you're like eight, like your Christmas is just toys. 
Yeah. Now it's like your toys like cost ten thousand dollars. Yeah. If you want a toy like I want a four wheeler, and be like, well, that's a lot of money. Um, another thing about simpler times is just like, um, I would say riding the bus to school, but like I'd still do that. I love riding the bus to school. But back in the day, it was a lot better. Now I hate it. When you go over a bump on the school bus and you jump up? Yeah. Just like anything goes on the school bus type thing. Um, I miss when Conor McGregor was active and good. Yeah, that was a simpler time. Uh, I miss that a lot. I miss watching WWE when times were simpler. I miss... You know what I miss? I miss... Ben Roethlisberger being, as uh, much as I hate to say it, I miss Ben Roethlisberger being a Pro Bowl quarterback, Aaron Rodgers being, and Tom Brady on Patriots, Matt Stafford on the Lions with Megatron, Jamal Charles on the Chiefs. I miss that. Yeah, that, that was a that, like, time. 2014 NFL. J.J. Watt was the best defensive player we thought we'd ever saw. Yeah. I miss that time. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of, oh, man. Uh just having having uh gas Gatorade, prices under three fifty. Gator just Gatorade in general. I still have Gatorade though. Yeah, but like uh I don't know, just something about like Propel. Some, sometimes my parents would like make the powder yeah. with the Gatorade and there's just something about it that was just I don't know. Cause uh, I, I mean I I had a I think I I bought Powerades today. Drinking story, water. It's just not the same. Drinking water or Gatorade after football practice. Yeah. It's the best or after just like any Just being practice. able to eat whatever you want. Yeah. Like <laughs> and you, you don't know anything about nutritional values. You could just eat a million chicken nuggets and lose weight. Yeah. Um, I'd say like going on adventures. Yeah. Um, which is still stuff like we're naming stuff that we still could do. It's just it was different though. Yeah, and it's like more expensive now. Yeah, um, simpler times. I don't know. I'm, I'm. There's so many of them that I'm like drawing blanks. Yeah, like I think we had a good group though. Yeah, we had a good I I really like the parents packing lunches for me though. Yeah, I do miss that a lot. Are those people who are supposed to go on after us here? Oh, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> All right, uh, that's the first show of yeah, the semester. Yeah, that's the first show of the <laughs> semester. Um, it was pretty good. I liked it. We yeah. had fun. We kind of had a little, like, semi-depressing Mount Rushmore, but also, like, kind of nostalgic, too. But also, like, a very good Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That everyone at home's like, well, actually, yeah. it's a good one. I would like to see what our parents miss about the simpler times because, like, they – Yeah. Their, their times were a lot more simpler. Probably just, like, not having to use a smartphone for them. Yeah. Um, everything being, like, around a dollar. Yeah. Like, to, for food and stuff. That is true. Um, yeah. No I such get, thing as Bitcoin or NFTs. Yeah, yeah. No limited technology. Yeah, there's a lot of... All right, well, <laughs> we got to go. All right. Adios. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83.
I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.